0: Hello! Welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast. It's good to have you back. Cheers for coming. As always, this podcast is brought to you by the one and only Kent CBD. CBD is scientifically proven to help with a manner of different things I can't even fathom to list on this read. But what I do know is it helps with your aches and pains in your muscles, tendons, joints, ligaments, etc., but also, it helps with your mental health. Things like depression, anxiety, PTSD, sleeping disorders, eating disorders. The list is as long as a piece of string. So it is fantastic. And the product I use is Kent CBD. So check them out. www.kentcbd.org Put in the promo code Zero at checkout for 10% off. You're welcome. Welcome to the Granite Zero podcast. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. No, the, seriously, the pleasure is all mine. Like I sent to you earlier, uh, it, literally two years to the day that I watched your documentary and I was like, that's madness.
1: <laughs> that's crazy. It's but, been two years already. It's nuts. Time flies.
0: It certainly does. It certainly does. And I have to admit massive props to you in that documentary, the whole, the whole team that everything behind it it was fantastically made
1: i think i think they did uh oh, cheers
0: cheers on. cheers
1: <laughs> i think uh you know they they filmed me for 10 years so they they packed all that, that into you know an hour and 39 minutes i think i think they knew the the picture that they wanted to draw and they they drew it very well, um, and I didn't understand what they wanted to gain from the documentary until I watched it. I had no idea.
0: Yeah, well, it, well, it came across like like I said, brilliantly well. And for, from what I saw, there, there's a lot of things that I can I took from it, especially the uh, the leaving the family behind to go away. Uh, my my third and final tour that I did. I left my, my little, my little lady who's now 11 years old. I don't know how that's happened. Um, but I, le- I left her behind when she was, <laughs> when she was, when she was so small. And that was one of the reasons why I, I left the military was because I hated leaving, leaving the family behind.
1: Yeah. I, I look at, you know, I look back and, and I wonder, can I swear on here?
0: I swear as much as you want my son okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> i gotta ask um,
0: i don't know how,
1: i don't know how the fuck i did it because i first became a single parent i was a drill sergeant at fort Leonard Wood, missouri and i don't know how the hell i did it like yeah. i remember taking them to the daycare at like five o'clock in the morning and they were asleep and when I picked them up at like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night, they were asleep. And It was just, it was crazy. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Have somebody walking up Sorry.
0: That's <laughs> all good. It's all good. It's 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 a it's a crazy thing, and I, I've i said for, God knows how long it, it, it very much is a a single, especially, the likes of us who are infantry soldiers. You you want to. It's a it's a single free sort of man's game. Like, you, you can't really have much, too many ties, you might say. Yeah. Because yeah, it makes it, it makes it. I would agree with that. It makes it so much harder. And it's that age old, saying: a, a distracted soldier, well, can be a dead soldier.
1: Yes. And, you know, I used to tell my soldiers all that all the time. I'll do whatever I can to make sure your family's taken care of. Because then I know your head's in the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, cheers to, cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I
1: need you here, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs>
1: so, who'd you serve with? Pardon my ignorance. For no, not no, it's that fine.
0: Um, I served with the Air Force Regiment. So, I'm trying to think of the comparison. Um, basically, we secure and defend airfields, but. Mm-hmm. With a with a outer perimeter instead of being inside the wire, um, yeah, um, defend defend all air force assets. So we we yeah. we worked out of uh, Kandahar Air Base, Camp Bastion, Basra, etc., etc., etc.
1: Yep, we were way up in Kunduz, way up north by Tajikistan. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Many, many, I, many. I asked
1: you because uh, we we jumped into um, Almaty, Kazakhstan, back in 2000 with 10 countries, and the the Scotland Guard was probably yes, our best friends over there. You, you did
0: say you did say. <laughs> I
1: I think I woke up one morning wearing a kilt, and the guy next to me was wearing my airborne bray. So I don't. I, I think we drank a lot.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> so, so you should. So you should. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. What a story! That is. That. <laughs> yeah, um, I think many, many a good story ends up with. I think I may have drunk too much.
1: <laughs> there's, a, there's a slight possibility.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: <Nuts>.
0: Definitely. <laughs> but for for those that haven't seen uh, the documentary or don't know much about you, obviously you've got wounded in action. While out there and uh-huh. it was am I correct in saying won the bronze star for helping the I got, Was it was it A well, my, A-P?
1: and Afghan National Police yeah. um got hit by an RPG and uh, his his guys wouldn't go out and get him. So <laughs> I just called up my commander and said I'm going. And it wasn't a I didn't think what I was doing, I just kinda of did it. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember telling my my medic to park the truck in between the fire and him and I'm going to grab him and we're going to get out of here but you know how plans go so <laughs> I remember jumping out of the truck and it was uh I went to put a tourniquet on I yelled at my medic Jared Kripe and I and then it was a uh, snap snap burn chainsaw so East. I looked down I'm like holy shit that just happened <laughs> and yeah. then you know my medic's telling me to try and crawl to him and in my mind I'm doing it You know, I'm I'm trying (laughs) to crawl. Yeah. But that's where the movies are just such bullshit. Like you have no strength and no energy when you just took three bullets to your legs. You know, I thought I crawled like ten feet and my medic's laughing at me. He's like, dude, you crawled like not even a foot. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because the 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 movies make out like you get this massive adrenaline rush. Uh, Bullshit.
1: (laughs) but I, I don't remember feeling pain until I was in the MATV and that's a design flaw of them trucks. My knees were in my chest.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: With with tourniquets on. And then I just started screaming like a little girl.
0: Yeah. I bet. I bet I could, I could kind of like, Ey. cause I know what it's like being in one of those when you're not injured. And I, and yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm what is known as like a combat dwarf. I'm only five foot six, so even with my tiny legs,
1: <laughs> it's not uh, We are twins, sir. I'm five foot six.
0: Hey, yes. And, and I, there's I more told of us. Them
1: I wish I they cut off both legs so I could be taller.
0: <laughs> you see, that, that's that. I love that. Like, my, my wife still doesn't fully understand military humor. She's like, why, why would you say things like that? I went, it's funny, isn't it? We <laughs> <laughs> because we can. Because we leave, we leave camp and it could almost not come home. So we've got to have some sort of sense of humor with this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. yeah I got all
1: kinds of stories. Sorry, I got my attack dog here.
0: Oh. Hey. Look at that.
1: <laughs> her name's kiwi she's crazy kiwi. um
0: <laughs> but when we got her she looked like an ewok
1: i don't know if you remember oh, the
0: ewoks oh of course i do huge star wars fan. yeah
1: so so we named named her kiwi or well, she's absolutely nuts um what was i gonna say oh no the military humor you were talking about i yeah you know people the number one thing people say is uh, i'm sorry you lost your leg and i'm like why are you sorry i get like kick-ass parking
0: (laughs) i get good parking
1: (laughs) yeah i had to change my name to eileen but
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh i love all that i do love all that it's 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 what keeps you sane it's like you go through a traumatic event as you did and you know, you have got to deal with it somehow. Otherwise, it's going to sort of eat away at you a little bit.
1: Yeah, I definitely use humor as my. I don't know. I don't know if it's a cover up, or if it's my it therapy.
0: Could, I mean, it could, could well be. Could be. Yeah,
1: bass fish. Bass fishing is definitely my therapy. That's where I get into d- my d- zen. D- d- and do
0: you know? I yeah. actually, uh, I read an article um, the other day from a British um media outlet i'm not sure which one it was and they were saying that they are starting to prescribe fishing for sufferers of PTSD to obviously get them out so, in the open etc et
1: so when i was when i was at fort drum in the what they call the warrior transition unit the wtu they had uh, there was 14 of us that were combat wounded and like 300 that just didn't want to go to combat because they were a bunch of little bitches but um <laughs> I talked to my, my therapist and, and I said, you know, I can't, you know, I'm recovering from three gunshot wounds. Like I hate these motherfuckers I'm standing with in formation. Like you know, I'm standing next to this chick that's got pink shoes on and she's wearing pink gloves because she has severe anxiety. And I'm like, we're not in the same category. Like, get me the fuck away from this shit. Yeah, yeah. So I said, can I go fishing? Can, can you write that up? So I got to go fishing from 7 to 3 every day.
0: That is brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. I'm not I'm not a huge fisher. Um as a lot of uh a, a lot of good buddies of mine that would listen and go "Tom, shut up, you don't fish." But when I have been out fishing, it's it is therapeutic. It certainly is. You're out in nature, it's quiet.
1: Well, I do uh tournament bass fishing. So if anything I catch I throw back. I don't bring it home and eat it. But I yeah. think I like the tournaments, just the, I'm the, um, like crazy competitive.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think that a, re- a, rest- a former wrestler that. as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The town we live in, we actually moved here specifically for wrestling. I don't know if, if you've seen the little shit running up the stairs. No, um, no. That's Little Jackson that was
0: I, did, I did was see, born I did, in the video. Yes, I did see the, the little nugget come down the stairs at some point.
1: So he had his first year of wrestling, and I think he did okay.
0: Oh, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's
1: five years old, and he got all, like, six medals already.
0: He's not fucking about. He is not fucking about.
1: No, he's, he's daddy's a, kid. He is a little beast.
0: It is a, because um, obviously over here in the UK, it's not very big. Um, in fact, I'd, mm-hmm. unless, you're, unless you're partaking in, in mixed martial arts, you're very rarely going to touch wrestling. But from what I've seen, from what I've done in, in different training aspects, it fucking hell, it's, it's a killer. It is competitive. It is hard as shit. And you, and you do get humbled. You get humbled as fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the biggest thing I learned in wrestling, and re- wrestling stuck with me my entire life, like, you know, the lessons you learn in wrestling. And it's when you're out on that mat – if you win, it's all you. Oh yeah. If you lose, if you lose, it's all you. Like I think that's what I love about it. It's yeah, yeah, Your turn to beat the shit out of somebody and not get in trouble, and he can do the same to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you you can literally <laughs> beat someone up. It's the same with with boxing and, and other combats. You, you you get to beat people up and not get in trouble for it. What's what's yeah. not, not what's not to like about that?
1: Yeah, he likes it. I just think it teaches you a lot of discipline, and you know, I I think wrestlers are some of the most humble people you'll ever meet, sports-wise, because they have to control their anger.
0: Yeah, it's it's a very it's very similar to to the life of an infantryman as well, because you have to be on that borderline of a of aggressive. You have to be willing to take action. You have to be willing to take life if you need to. But also, you can't just walk around like that all the time. You have to control that. So you can sort of see the parallels between wrestling and, and being in the military. Oh, absolutely. And, and le- unless you're wearing pink gloves and pink shoes, then.
1: <laughs> what? Why are you why there? Are we in the same formation. <laughs> I, I, think it's, I think it was weak leadership that let her do it. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I, at that time, I was a newly promoted master sergeant, so I was an E-8, and being in the wounded unit, I had to show up every morning and report to a staff sergeant, so two ranks below me, and I had to stand in formation reporting, and I'm like, okay, whatever, and they're like, I'm like, why, did I do something wrong? Like, I thought, you know,
0: yeah, i thought a chain of, unit. I, I thought it was a chain of command I'm, for a reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, I'm still a master sergeant, right? Well, yeah well don't i get afforded the respect that comes with that why am i being treated while well, you're a patient i said well give me a fucking gown like yeah. why am i still wearing a uniform yeah yeah like if i'm a patient treat me like a patient if i'm a master sergeant treat me like a master sergeant. otherwise you know and i don't know if i won that thing or not
0: but i got to go do what i wanted <laughs> you got to do what you wanted so <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw it out there i think you won that argument i think
1: yeah <laughs>
0: It's, but yeah, it's, but also, it's also one of those as well. Like we we always had it. Like obviously, there's a rank structure for a reason. So if you're, like you said, if you're a staff sergeant and he's two two ranks below you, then hey, motherfucker, don't talk down to me. I'm above you. You get you get an officer in here or a warrant officer <laughs> well, or something.
1: <laughs> I felt bad for her because it was a female staff sergeant. I felt bad for her because she always treated me with the utmost respect. She was super cool. Her job was to make sure I made all my appointments, but I'm like, you know, the VA, when you're in that wounded unit, they want to put you on every kind of drug just so they can put their little green check mark on their check, on their checklist to make sure. Yep. He's being controlled, but I didn't take pills. I hated them. When they, Uh when I got shot, they had me on everything known to man. And if I can say this on live camera, I woke up at two in the morning and I had stuff covering me that I didn't know where it came from. And I just knew I didn't want anybody to see me like that. So I unplugged all my machines, shut off all my alarms and cleaned myself up and then hooked everything back up and got back in my bed and nobody knew the difference. But I, when that day happened, I said, no more, I no more pills. And it sucked for like three days, but.
0: Of course you, yeah, you you lasted a long time going through all the pain with with your leg before you had it uh, amputated.
1: Four years, yep.
0: Four years. I, I have a I have a friend that's recently done something very similar. He um in Afghanistan, he had his Achilles tendon severed by some shrapnel, and uh, obviously it healed, but it never healed correctly. Yeah. And recently, he's just had his uh his friend removed cut Uh, swing
1: load cut that fucker off
0: (laughs) yeah because it it, obviously but it must be a a a tough decision
1: it is and you're limited i mean there's stuff you can't do but in other words you can do it you just got to find a different way to do it yeah yeah you know like like i'm not running a 10 miler anymore but i can still get on my recumbent lay down bike and go for a bike ride you know but but then you know
0: i don't think i've ever run a lot oh my god (laughs) jesus
1: i was in so many military units that we'd run 10 miles every monday i remember long-range surveillance first sergeant yuleberry was an absolute beast, and he would take us on wonder runs and you ran by the you ran by the Company headquarters like five times during that ten mile run. You just wonder when it's going to end. <laughs>
0: so he, yeah. he
1: called them wonder runs. What are you drinking?
0: I am drinkling. I am drinking American Zone Buffalo Trace whiskey. Buffalo Trace, good stuff. Yep. It's got to be, it's gotta be um, done. Uh,
1: mine's a Buffalo uh, uh, Reserve.
0: Oh, nice. Cheers again, yeah. my man. Cheers again.
1: So you see this.
0: Oh, we got a front, we got. Can we you got a, see? Oh, you, there we go. Ah,
1: God, I'm screwing this up.
0: <laughs> so I
1: don't know if you can see it, but there's three bullets in that glass.
0: I saw, I saw one of the bullets. Oh, yep, there they are. Bosh!
1: Look at that. So we have a about an hour away. There's this company called Ben Shot, B E N S H O T. It's in Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah, and they make these glasses. And you can do whatever caliber bullet you want—golf balls, arrowheads from a bow—but uh, I got to go there and make this glass.
0: Oh, that's awesome! So,
1: so I did it with three .308 rounds because that's the caliber that I was hit with, and then it says uh, my wounded date. It's engraved on the glass.
0: That that's awesome! So
1: that was a nice little gift. So yeah. I drink all my whiskey out of that.
0: Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I don't yep. blame you. That's that's awesome.
1: <laughs> well, the bullets make good little handles. You know, you just put your finger yeah, you put on your there, fingers and on it, it,
0: just relaxes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking hell, that is. I love I love things like that. I got all kinds of little little trinkets. And, I was about to yeah. say, I love little trinkets. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've just finished um, some rum from. A veteran company over in the UK. They do. Um, they, it's called Black Ops Rum. I do, I oh, okay. The, I love the fucking bottle. It's fucking cool as fuck. Oh, so,
1: nice. Do I, they ship to the US?
0: I believe so. Um, I'll send you the link afterwards. Um, but that $20 blend
1: twenty dollars for a bottle of rum and fifty for shipping. Probably,
0: <laughs> probably. So that 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 rum um is the the blend that they've done there is especially for my regiment. So I was like. Can I, can I try really? some of that? And they uh, they went, yeah, yeah. And then they, they sent me a bottle out, and I was like, F-. and I'm not just saying this because it's my regiment blend, but it's the nicest spiced rum I've ever had. I was like, this is fantastic.
1: I would love to try some. Yeah, I will definitely look it up. Uh, I ju- We went to the Bahamas in March, and I got some Bahama rum Ooh. from their factory down there.
0: I haven't tasted it yet. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't want to open it. I haven't opened it. Wa- I wanted to keep it. But then I was like got like, to I g I gotta I've gotta try this but then
1: yeah
0: I've kept the bottle the bottle's gotta be kept the bottle's gotta be kept
1: absolutely put it up on the shelf
0: yep. yeah well I'm gonna I'm gonna be upgrading the uh what I call the shedio which is my shed slash studio so um I can get a few more guests actually inside instead of remote now that the pandemic is deleted itself after Russia attacking Ukraine
1: yeah <laughs> no kidding you got to go out and find you a uh, you got to find you a whiskey sponsor see if see if black ops will sponsor you
0: yeah i've i've been trying i've been trying to get some sponsors but it's 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 funny cuz it's uh, because i'm small and don't have a huge following everyone's like well what can you do for me it's like oh. <laughs> i'm still growing yeah. help help a brother out
1: yeah <laughs> have you ever heard of frag out podcast
0: no, I haven't, but I'm...
1: Okay, so that's in Appleton, the same town that that glass company I told you about is. He's a, a National, National Guard, a Wisconsin National Guard guy
2: I'm that
1: started sure. Frag Out Podcast. Yeah. And um, his name's Ryan Longren. And he started out smaller than you. Like, you got nice equipment. And now he's, he's getting big. And, you know, yeah. he's got Black Rifle Coffee... You know, you oh, got to reach, reach out to Black Rifle Coffee. Does, does the UK got a Black Rifle Coffee well, kind of?
0: We, we have. Well, it's very oversaturated with veteran coffee companies. It seems that's all the veterans do is drink coffee, apparently, these days. Um, that, yeah, there's loads. There's loads out there. Coffee and, and hate. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. But, yeah, I, like uh, like, um, like you said, I, I started out literally recording off my iPhone. And it's only, yeah, yeah, it's There's only, no wrong with that. No, no, it, it started me off, it was fantastic. Yeah, the, the only things that I, nothing has been bought for me apart from my MacBook, which was bought by my dad because so I'm a daddy's boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm saying you get you get like Black River coffee or your, your local guys, and they give you cups, like you hand out a cup to everybody, yeah, and yeah. then that's like marketing like that's how i started drinking black rifle coffee as i went i went to the frank podcast and he gave me a a grenade glass it was shaped in a grenade and i'm like well i'm gonna try this coffee so i signed up so if they don't think marketing works at the smallest level they're fucking nuts yeah well it does
0: those listening you gotta you 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 know what what? i was always
1: (laughs) can you can you hear me you're frozen
0: no i can hear you still i can still hear you
1: um okay you know, my dad used to tell me he's still alive, but he used to tell me all the time, "It's always no unless you ask."
0: Yeah, yeah, true. That's a, that's a good saying. I like that saying.
1: Just get out there and do it. Yeah.
0: yeah. One one thing I was right. gonna I was Enough gonna from... I was gonna pick your brain at obviously Fourth of July, yeah. yet another mass shooting, as they say. Um. Obviously, a military guy, you're you're gonna be pro-gun. I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. It ain't the gun.
0: No, and that, and that's what I, I was trying. I had a a friend of mine send me a message, and he and he was like, um, <clears throat> "You guys have fired the all these types of military grade weapons." I hate that saying. Um, what what is it like? And I was like, "Well, the gun's not going to do anything unless the fireer fires it." It's it's not a gun. Exactly. Company. It's it's a mental health issue that seems to be the problem
1: yeah it's 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 i blame the parents yeah it's it's the parents like it's the upbringing like you know my five-year-old already knows don't touch my fucking gun without this or that and you know he he knows the rules yeah definitely i'm uh you know that whole gun debacle with uh you know following the rules and and when I got out of the military, I was I was living in New York. So I wasn't I wasn't allowed to to own a pistol without a permit. Yeah, yeah. And then if you wanted concealed carry, that was like a, a year long process and it was it was just stupid. So when I moved back home to Wisconsin,
0: the first thing I did is
1: I bought a pistol. Do you wanna see my pistol? Of
0: course I do. I miss all that shit. <laughs> that is a sexy pistol.
1: That is considered a
0: That's a considered pistol. a
1: pistol. I this this falls under concealed carry in Wisconsin. Well, like, you, where are you going to conce- Where am I going to put this thing?
0: <laughs> well, but you, it actually you, you could take your leg off and use use it as a leg.
1: <laughs> it actually goes in my uh I got a holder in my truck where it's center console. <laughs> Jesus Christ. but it, it's not you know that that whole debacle it's it's not the gun like you you think go ahead make all your freaking rules like i live four hours from chicago where there's like literally 30 shootings in a weekend yeah yeah you know it's just retarded
0: yeah I, and i, I did bring there's that no up. guns allowed there yeah i brought that up as well i was like it's yes. There's been a couple recently, but it's not like it's every fucking day that there's a mass shooting, as it were, um, Right. Or, or a school shooting. It's but when it when it does happen, it's like oh my god, take all their guns, take them all. But
1: give me twenty bucks an hour, I'll go sit in front of a school.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Well done. Yeah. It's, it's the okay. same with... I'm on a with... podcast. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. It's fine. Um, but it, it, it's... As you know, you shouldn't touch a weapon until you've been trained on it. You should... Absolutely. There's a reason why the military go through hours upon hours and refreshes upon refreshes of weapon handling tests and drills and ranges etc because you need to because it is dangerous and i I saw an argument there was quite (laughs) funny it it was um it was a a british journalist trying to talk to a second amendment or pro second amendment lady i don't know who she was and she was like you've had another mass shooting take all your guns away and she was like in the UK, you've got the highest knife crime rate, but yet people still can walk the streets with knives. It's, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, you've got a good point.
1: Like, do I think the background checks and all that need to be done? Absolutely. But 100%. you know what? You're not going to know I'm going to do something until I decide to do it. Mm. Like, how do you stop that? Yeah. So... I don't know, Increase the, you know, I forget, it was two shootings ago, you know, they knew the the kid was posting on Facebook all these threats, like they should have checked him immediately, and they never did, so maybe they need to increase social media awareness, because a lot of it's just attention, they just want attention.
0: Yeah, of course. You know,
1: that's like, I thought you were gonna talk about fireworks and veterans. I'm like Oh no here. no we'll we'll
0: we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> we'll get yeah. to we'll we'll get we'll get to the fact that you guys beat us at the at the uh war for independence. I never
1: heard anything in Afghanistan that sounded like a cherry blossom. So I'm just saying.
0: Yes, I I've yeah. Uh, we've had I've had this discussion with many veterans, many um especially infantrymen and um, even those that served alongside me that we've got rocket attacks daily and they don't sound like fireworks
1: no it's a tension
0: um yes but same with many things if it catches you off guard you're gonna hear a bang you might jump but it's not going to give me a flashback of
1: that's anybody
0: though yeah exactly yeah exactly um yep. I've got a few farmer's fields, um, out the back of my house and you hear them with their shotguns and, and things like that popping off rounds, killing rabbits or whatever. If anything's going to, if anything's going to give you a little flashback, not saying that I'm going to get a flashback to all the trolls out there. Um, it would be gunshot fire, not a firework.
1: Yeah. I, I had my little guy at the, uh, at the we have a little county park that has like deer and goats and a couple Mm. bobcats and you know it's just somewhere to go and throw a quarter in the machine get a handful of corn and feed the goats kind of thing oh yeah and it's up on this it's an old quarry so it's up on the hill and we're we're feeding the goats and all of a sudden we hear kaboom i'm like that was a fucking gun like what was that (laughs) yeah so you know, I got concealed carry, so I'm like, I'm going to check this out. Maybe there's somebody down there shooting a the bobcat <laughs> or something. You know, I didn't fucking know. Well, so I get down there, and it's this, it's this old dude and his wife, and they blew a tire. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Oh my god, dude! You scared the shit out of me. Like... <laughs> but it was like dude, I almost nothing, shot you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wasn't like freak. I wasn't freaked out, like scared. I went towards it.
0: Yeah. Yeah towards the fire towards the fire <laughs> yeah how, how many deployments did you do just one just one one yeah, and-
1: combat deployment yeah ah. so let's see when when saddam amassed on the border yeah. i was i was a drill sergeant so i couldn't deploy like that um, I think the next time there was any sort of combat, I was an observer controller in Germany. So I didn't go then. And then, so this was all during the time that I was a single, par- single parent. Yeah, yeah. So I never like, I never like asked for a special duty station. I think I did when I came back from Germany mm. because I was trying to fight for custody of my youngest son, the one that was killed. Yeah. Um, so, I went what they call in the U.S. Army, TDA, 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 which is three training assignments in a row, which is career suicide. If you want to get promoted, you need to go TDA, maneuver unit, TDA, you know,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, deployable
1: yeah. unit, that kind of thing. I went TDA, TDA, TDA. So, that wasn't a, wasn't a good choice, but it wasn't my choice. Yeah, yeah, like They that. sent me there. I think Big Army knew I was a single parent. So then once I got to the, uh, I went to the University of Wisconsin lacrosse as an ROTC and I was a training NCO. So I got to like order helicopters to bring the chancellor into the football games and you know, fun stuff. It, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. But then I, I did the NCO of the year competition and I made it all the way to the Pentagon. And the minute I walked into the formal board and there was six division sergeant majors, and the sergeant major of the army and they saw a ranger tabbed E seven in an rotc unit they said not no but fuck no <laughs> yeah and three months later i got i got orders to the 10th mountain division <laughs> so yeah that was a lot of fun
0: yeah i bet i bet but it's it's crazy though that is it it seems to be like the way that you've obviously I I used to call it the death list. So if you had something that you needed to get home for, you were you were higher up on the on the death list, as it were. So on my ah, second on my on my yeah. second deployment, I was engaged to my now wife. She was also pregnant with my eldest child. So it was like, well, Tomo, you're you're top of the death list, mate. You've got loads to come back for. You ain't coming yeah. back, mate. It's like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and you go out, you got your deployments. Training and...
1: deployments. I mean
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean I've been Kazakhstan, I've been to Romania, Bulgaria, you know, little little stuff, but combat yeah, yeah. deployments just one. But you know, sometimes I'll get in a little mini, mini argument with veterans because they just want to tell me how great they are and how, how long their penis is. Um yeah. and I just look at them, I'm like, how many, how many deployments do i need like to be cool
0: yes like you know
1: and like really okay that's great you have three i'm sorry you know but how many do i need to be part of your Uh, club
0: i i I literally i literally literally had this argument with with a, a troll of mine um that he was he was arguing with me about the fact that on my final deployment I was in the command centre. I was a, a radio geek. I was on the comms. So he was like, you never left the wire. I was like, on which which one, which tour did I not leave the wire? What are you talking about? And he was like, what do you mean, which tour? I went, well, was it Iraq, Afghanistan, or Afghanistan the, th- the second time? And he was like, oh, so you've only done three, t- three tours. That's cute. And it's like, exactly like you. Well, how many am I supposed to do until... Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm what? like dude I did 20 and a half years in the army like when is it a, when like I did what I was told like what do you want me to do
0: yeah it's a fucking madness so the, the logic it's behind a big, people
1: it's a big dick contest that's all it oh, is
0: def- oh definitely definitely I'll um, be like
1: let's take our DD214 teams and compare them
0: yeah definitely And, and everything
1: I got behind that wall behind me Yeah. Doesn't pay. Doesn't pay the, the electric bill.
0: No, it doesn't. It looks good on the wall, though. <laughs> it looks good on the wall. There,
1: there's four generations back there.
0: Oh, that is fantastic, uh, Brian. I'm yeah. just gonna. I'm gonna quickly pause it. We've got. Yep. We got two minutes left. I'm gonna send you a, a new link. And we'll, okay. And we'll continue. I've, this okay. is, This is why I hate Zoom so much.
1: So leave. Leave this one.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna leave this one, and then I'll resend okay. the link, and then will reappear and carry on.
1: Sounds good, brother.
0: Like like nobody would notice. We'll pause for the ads. (laughs) Yep. I think we're back.
1: Holy smokes, that took a sweet-ass time.
0: It did, didn't it? I think think it might be my... Oh, my God. It might be my... My internet booster might not be uh, working very well but Um, So
1: you remember at the end of the documentary you saw that little that little shit being born?
0: Yeah Not not so little shit anymore (laughs) There he is There he is Little champ Give a thumbs up Wrestling champ (laughs) Okay Go on Leave me alone (laughs) <laughs> Leave me alone. He's
1: a little stocky little shit. He's going to be what what we call a, a five foot six people. Teenage mutant ninja midget.
0: I like that. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that from now on.
1: Yeah.
0: Seeing as I am one. So.
1: We're power midgets.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Powerful. I, I refer to myself yeah, as a, a pack ruck marches. Ruck
1: marches are nothing because we just go.
0: Yeah. Pack horses. Yeah. Load me up and send me on my way. You
1: know, that's why I think ranger school was ranger school was kind of easy walking up and down, you know, the Dahlonega mountains because it's just go and then you see the tall guys struggling because, you know, they're tall.
0: Yeah, they don't get it. They don't get it. They don't understand what it's like having these powerful little legs. Leg. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So Go live. <laughs> <front>, <laughs> just, go. just go. Just go. So, four, four generations.
1: I remember. What are they saying?
0: Oh, no. Carry on. Carry on.
1: Yeah. I remember. Oh, I was going to say in Ranger school, they were like, Rangers, you're going to want to quit three times while you're here in Ranger school. I'm like, motherfucker, I want to quit three times a day. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then you just. <laughs> You look to your left and right and you're like, okay, he's got it a little worse than me. Keep going. Yeah. So I just kept going. Like just as long as you keep going forward, you don't have your, your body quits way. Uh, I mean, your head quits way before your body does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just, just go. And it's like, fuck, I'm hungry.
0: Yes. Always yeah. hungry. Always hungry. <laughs> Still and, and
1: you know, <laughs> you look back, you, you look back at like like Delano, the, the mountain phase. They they had like these blueberry pancakes, and they tasted like absolute ass. And they gave you so much food in that chow hall because you you got to eat in the chow hall like ten days, and then yeah. it was eleven days where you ate MREs. Oh. And then I look I look back. I'm like, how the fuck did I eat all that?
0: Like that's a lot that's of a, food. That's so much food. <laughs> it's funny because I'm I was I'm yep. select- so going going through, even when I was on on station, I'd eat I'd eat like a king because I knew that I'm I'm doing fizz fucking basically all day, and yeah, but I kept the same appetite when I left. <laughs> oh shit! And I was like, "Well, oh, why am I so big? Oh, I know why. <laughs> I I, know. I think I was a <laughs>
1: I think I was a." Bad soldier because the dietitians told us not to eat the local food. Oh, we we used to eat the local yeah. food, but goddamn the foot bread and the yeah I toenail what it was it we was call like, it, we call the, it
0: toenail bread.
1: Oh my god, it was so fucking good,
0: so good. But then
1: we'd go in the early morning and they cook this like egg potato like pancake looking thing. Ooh. And it had um, lamb meat in it and rice and oh my fuck. But my <laughs> my, my stomach's been fucked up ever
0: since. Oh my, my my wife my wife always says to me, she's like, You never get like food sickness ill. You never you never poorly after eating. I went You do know I, I lived in <laughs> Afghanistan for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, like at, I
1: ate You know, they fertilize with human
0: shit, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, even worse. So in Kandahar, uh, our compound where where we would set off from um, literally was next to the human waste pit, which was known as Poo Pond. It was a giant pond in the middle of Kandahar Air Base that was just full of human shit. And I believe a U.S. Marine was... uh, I don't know if he was dead or if it was a bet, but yeah, he, he jumped in that. He had a great time. <laughs>
1: Why the fuck would you do that?
0: Because he's a Marine and he ran out of like- crayons. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh,
1: rough, ooh. You ever see what a, you ever see what a Marine does when a helicopter flies overhead?
2: No, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god that's hey good. you
1: want to know how great the marines are you tell me just ask them
0: just yes ask them. They'll yes you. <laughs> it's the same over here it's the same <laughs> over here the same over
1: here like nobody says the marines are the best except for the fucking marines like okay dude tell your story oh <laughs> Have you got, few mean, more, mad, have you got a few respect more stories? The or Marines, or but Jesus <laughs> Christ, get off your high horse.
0: We, we, um, we have the same with our... Uh, our like, if, our, if you were a our cook, our parachute, it's fine. Regiment.
1: Just be a cook.
0: Yeah. Our Marines and our parachute regiment. Oh, they regiment. do that? They're like, yeah. oh, we're the parachute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Marines and the parachute regiment, those of you that are listening, you are the fucking same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> How good are you again? Oh, oh yeah, I got cool. a lot of...
1: <laughs> it's refreshing. i got a lot of Marine buddies.
0: Yeah. I've actually, I've got a, I bring a them a, I, I, I had bring
1: them a stuffed animal and a couple, couple crayons and they're
0: good. They're good to go. They're good to go. Oh, that's brilliant. But yeah, we're, we're the same over here. Um, it's funny. As long as they're not in the
1: Coast Guard, right?
0: Yeah, apparently so. I, I, well, to be fair, we don't have, we don't really have a Coast Guard like you guys do. Um, which is strange considering we're an island. I never thought <laughs> I just sort of thought about it. <laughs>
1: you're in Ireland?
0: We're, we are an island. We're just our little own little island, don't we? I'm not an island personally. Oh, an island. Yeah, okay, an I island. Not Ireland. Not okay. Ireland. Um, but, yeah, well, it's strange. Well, it's
1: funny when you're in a group like at a veteran event. When you're at a veteran event and this guy comes up, he's like, hey, guys, I was in the Coast Guard and we're all looking at him like, dude, you don't count. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> I'll
2: see you later.
0: Come
1: here, little guy.
0: <laughs> let me give you a hug. <laughs> let, let me give you a hug. Do you want a beer? Are you old enough to have a beer? I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: but then then you go look and see what they do. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. Like, I joined the Coast in a heartbeat. Yeah,
0: the um, yeah. the only real I think I'm losing you. yeah, oh, I, th- yeah I think we we'll, Yeah, I think we're getting getting back a bit of interference. The only real um information I've got on on your Coast Guard is literally the movie The Guardian with Kevin Costner and Aston Kutcher. And I was like, "That's cool. I I I want to be a na- I want to be a diver. I want to go save people."
1: They're actually really <laughs> cool. I. I love you know doing the inter service rivalry shit, but they're actually some yeah. really good dudes. It's um, like it doesn't matter what service you're in, like no, no, when you get out it doesn't matter anyways.
0: It's I, I like it as well because obviously you give you give into inter regiment, inter squadron, in inter unit sort of banter, you could say, a bit of back and forth, but as soon as a, a civilian yep. says anything, you're like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> You don't fucking know. Time out. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> yeah. So so we we mentioned just, there's going to be three hits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Right but yeah, we we mentioned before you um before we took the break for the ads. So the the four generations is that granddad, dad, yourself, and then your boy, or is your your Boy, not added to the collection yet.
1: Yeah. Great grandpa, grandpa, dad, me, Jackson. So, no, it'd be grandpa. Our great grandpa was in, but I don't have any proof. Ah, got you. So, got you. what I have proof of behind me is grandpa, my dad, me, and then Isaac. Isaac only did a lot of people don't even know this from the documentary, but he did three years as a parachute
0: rigger. Oh, and then cool. got out
1: so he's he's now living in green bay wisconsin oh cool so
0: cool. Yeah. Well, he's still 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 served still served i've um i'm 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 three generations in and i'm trying to convince one of my daughters to join the air force um
1: two years that's all you gotta do do, do your shit salute your country and you can never yeah. say you didn't
0: so, my uh, so it started off in my, my granddad. My granddad was a, um aircraft technician. Um, then my dad, he was a parachute jumping instructor. That is cool.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, he was a jump instructor. He ended up working as part of uh special forces, um, teaching them how to jump out of airplanes. And then myself, and I like to refer to myself as the only one that's cool because. I was in the infantry. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's two MOSs in the army: infantry and those that support the infantry. Yeah,
0: <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Well, I was actually going to bring up if it if it was okay with you about the about your son that tragically passed away. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you mind talking about that at all um because he pushes a little shit down here i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie to you brian when when that happened on the documentary i i i blubbered like a like a little girl <laughs> i was not expecting it and i was like oh god i was that that invested in the documentary and i've I've seen it a couple of times since as well and i every time i get that lumpy throat i'm like as, as a father myself it's you know you're not supposed to you're not supposed to bury your kids
1: no, and I, I I say that all the time. You know, you're supposed to bury your parents and your grandparents. You don't bury yeah. your kid. So, and, and sadly, I meet a lot of people that, you know, are in a club we never volunteered to be in. I guess. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I tell everybody, I I don't call it PTSD because I don't think it's a disorder. I think it's a normal reaction to something traumatic and it doesn't have to be military and i think i have more pts from losing my son than i do having been shot three times um
0: but i i i I, as a father i I can empathize with that because i
1: mainly mainly because i think every day i think i replay it in my head and i think i can change it and I can't because he's not coming back. Like I think the morbid stuff that's going to kill me at a young age is the shit that goes through my head right now. Like what would he look like if he was still alive at he'd be 20, I think. And then the morbid side of me kicks in. What does he look right now? Look like right
0: yeah, now? I got you.
1: Six, six feet underground you know it's like i know where my boy is he's only we we flew him from new york where where he was killed we flew him to wisconsin he's buried about an hour away from where we live now um but you know i go visit him all the time and do i look behind the headstone and vision him being in his casket because i know exactly where his head is i know exactly where his oh. feet are. you know yeah that's the shit that goes through my head why through my head i don't fucking know like, show me the book that says how I'm supposed to act.
0: Yeah. Because I
1: haven't read it. I haven't
0: seen it. No, I, I've said that a few so, times on, you know, on, on here. Um, no, nobody teaches you how to deal with grief. You, everybody deals with it differently. And oh, God, honestly, I, I remember, can't, even, can't even imagine. don't even want to imagine. I remember
1: when he was, in, when he was on life support in the intensive care. I remember laughing in there. I walked around and I lifted up the sheet and I saw his toes and they were dirty. I said, yeah, that's Joey. Like, I think it was a shock comment. Yeah, like yeah. I was in shock. I, I don't know. I mean, they didn't really on the documentary what happened.
0: No, they didn't. Um,
1: I was the wife and I were getting ready. To, the wife and I were getting ready to go to a. I was had the opportunity to fish with a pro fisherman a pro bass fisherman um edwin evers and we were headed up to have dinner with him the night before the fishing tournament and joey had said hey i need to go get my ipod from marshall's house that's his best friend and it's two hills down the country road and people drive like fucking idiots on that road so i said you know stay in the ditch stay in the grass you know you're off the fucking road yeah dad yeah dad i said i'll give you a ride he's like no 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 i got it and it was just weird how he completely refused any help um fast forward seven years you know i i think i think it was for a reason i think there was and i would have called myself crazy 20 years ago for thinking the way i think now but i think uh i think it was for a reason i think there was a purpose behind all of this joey did it for a reason um i don't know it was just his time but uh I remember we were getting ready to go on this fishing thing. He said, dad, I'm going to go. I'm like, okay. So we pulled down to the end of the driveway, gave him a high five. I said, you stay off that fucking road. I love you. And 10 minutes later, we got a phone call. Hey, they're looking for you. So why are they looking for me? They found dog tags and you were just, so they said, call this number. So my buddy gives me the number and I call him. And it's, it's a kid that he's an EMT Um, And his kid wrestles with Joey. And he's like, hey, I got your son in the ambulance. He was hit by a truck. We're on our way to upstate. Everything's okay. Well, everything is okay is what he was trained to say to
0: keep me calm. Keep you calm, yeah.
1: Um, But basically, he was trying to cross the road at the bottom of the hill. Yeah, he was trying to cross the road at the bottom of the hill. And this man wasn't paying attention where he was going, came across the center line into a He hit Joey at 50 miles an hour, launched him 12 feet forward, hit him again, drug him 125 feet off the, up the hill where his shoes were flying off. Continue, Joey fell off the bike after 100 or fell off the truck after 125 feet. The guy kept going over the hill went to the neighbor's driveway that's where the bike fell off he backed up said he was trying to get cell service never once checked on joey but bottom line he was uh brain dead that's the joey story but yeah do i miss him do i wish i could rewind it and take it all over Absolutely. fucking yeah yeah definitely but i think joey has also given us a fresh look at everything um I think I was headed in a bad direction after that happened. Um I'd be a liar if I didn't say I didn't google this guy's house and what he drove and where he was. And yeah, of course. I bought a lot of ammo. You know, I was my job is to defend my son's honor because the police department put 100% blame on Joey and 0% on the driver of a motor vehicle. And I find that very odd. Coming from a law enforcement family because you're automatically thirty percent at fault because you're there.
0: Yeah, so, yeah of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah,
1: But none of it none of it's gonna bring him back. But no. Joe or, uh, two years after two years after he was killed, we had Jackson. I think Jackson brought dad back out of a very black hole. Yeah. And yeah. now I got a purpose again in a little kid that doesn't let me sit down for more than three minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he keeps you he keeps you hopping on that leg is what he does.
1: Yeah. Dude, that little shit. He doesn't care that I'm missing a leg. He he you know, to him it's normal.
0: You know, it's yeah, kinda of like course, being in the course, military yeah. with
1: it's like military members with race. We don't know what race
0: is. Yes.
1: But with him, he doesn't know I'm missing a leg.
0: That is do you know what that I had an argument with I think it do you know what I even think it was a family member on Facebook. It was Fucking stupid, really. But so they were like, Oh, there was all during the Black Lives Matter thing. And I was like, I'm confused because I don't I don't see colour. And they were like, Well, you should. Went, that's what? a
1: money making scheme is and what Black like,
0: Lives Matter is. I was like, but he's that's a man. It's not if I say he's a black man, then he's a black man or a Asian man, he's an Asian man. But if he's a man, then he's just a man or a woman. Or, a, or, right. or a trans. I, I don't I don't I don't know about that, um, but, but you know, do you know what I mean? It's, it, yeah. I, it takes me back to a, a. I actually quite like this movie. You, pro- you, you probably won't. But it takes me back to uh, the opening scene in Jarhead where he says, you're no longer black, brown, yellow, whatever, you are now green. And he's like, that's that's how I see it. We're all one. We're just humans. And yeah, that, that was a hell of a tangent from what we were just talking about <laughs> we did, we did, we just had a, a, a very in-depth discussion about the and um, unforeseen circumstances of the loss of your son to race <laughs> no that's it's,
1: a, it's fine well that's i that's remember how the po- i was I was in a squad leader in the 82nd, in the first of the 504th, back in uh, 98, 99. And uh, I was due for the next new private in my squad because I was short a guy. And this kid came in and he was a PT stud, 300. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting a stud. And then (laughs) I was told, nope, you can't get him. You already got two black guys in your squad.
0: What? Yeah. Oh,
1: that's where i learned okay it's still here
0: yeah it's strange Sadly, it's strange yeah. Up champ? there he is He he's itching he's like i want i want to be on the podcast with dad that's what he's he's doing yeah, i think <laughs> he's he ho- wants to go outside he's hovering <laughs> all right that's enough is it is it just wrestling he does or is he play any other contact sports football
1: fishing with me he's gonna do baseball but we missed we missed it just we're new to the area so i didn't catch the t-ball schedule but he goes fishing with me three times a week
0: oh that's awesome yeah that's awesome yeah Yeah, i've got all i do i've got daughters um they're into gymnastics and dance but my my youngest has just just got into I'm gonna say it because you're American. She's just got into soccer. Um, which is what we would call football because you actually use your feet. Um, <clears throat> anyway, that's another story. <laughs> I'm a
1: diehard Packers
0: fan, you know. I that, know, right? I've seen it. I've okay. seen it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's just got into soccer and it and without any sort of push from me, yeah. it, it was awesome. She was like, Dad, can I can we go? Can we go to soccer training? And I was like, "Fucking right, you can, definitely." And then, uh, And then my eldest got no, no. Um, my my eldest got the green eyed monster. Mind, my my eldest is so funny because she's she's all limbs. So when she runs, she looks like Phoebe from Friends, and her arms are everywhere, her legs are everywhere. And she was like, "Dad," I, <laughs> she was like, "Dad, I, like, I want to play. I want to play as well." And I was like, "I asked you. To, I asked you to play." before and you said you don't want to do it and she was like yeah but Sophia's doing it i want to do it i was like oh i see what it is you've got fear of missing out is what you've got and then, yeah
1: but the nice thing about that sport is it's cheap you buy a ball you're good yep, right and exactly
0: shoes, yeah
1: maybe some socks
0: 100 yeah but j- tell you what it's madness so they they both they both do gymnastics and they're both very good at gymnastics the 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 fees for them to sign in just to do the gymnastics is like nearly a hundred dollars or pounds a a month like a month it's like this is madness a month yeah
1: holy shit like when you sign up for like wrestling here Uh oh it's it's fifty dollars and that's to rent your singlet, your uniform. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end of the year, when you give the singlet back, you get your fifty bucks back. Oh, I know. It's massive. Because we do we do fundraisers and all that
0: crazy yeah. shit.
1: It's which it which, I gotta yeah. walk because the little yeah. man's outside. Yeah, it's
0: fun, it's fun. The uh, the mad thing is the 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 gymnastics team that they represent is a lottery funded um team like three of their uh, three of the competitors all represent Great Britain so they're all funded by the Olympic Committee and the lottery and it's like
1: so why am I paying so So they don't need money (laughs)
0: yeah exactly so they don't need money they're just yeah greedy greedy that's great this is uh, everything's up it's
1: a fucking mess right now but this is my baby
0: oh look at that get out get out on that Catch those fish.
1: It only does 80, 82 miles an hour on the water. Fucking hell! <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fucking madness. Hey, I gotta have my
1: adrenaline fix, right?
0: Yeah, you do. Apparently, so. <laughs> That's brilliant. I've
1: I've only gone that fast once.
0: <laughs> once and once only. <laughs> yeah. So is <clears> it <throat> is a is, a, is a, a question for you so yeah what was what was the transition like with you going from obviously having two legs but obviously one giving you so much pain that obviously you had to have it amputated to then getting the prosthetic on what obviously you see a bits of it in the documentary but what was the transition like like was it difficult to learn that obviously I... you don't have the bottom part of your leg so
1: so there's there's a lot of stuff they don't tell you about that you just kind of learn on your by yourself but in the documentary you see me yelling at a nurse yes and she's actually a pain management specialist and she was she was telling me that I was doing something wrong and I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. And that's why my leg wasn't healing and I wasn't in a prosthetic. Well, fast forward two months from where they recorded me cussing her out and they found a stitch that the intern doctor didn't pull out of my leg. So that that open wound I had that I was bitching about that I said, something's wrong. Yeah, And they finally said, oh, yeah, we still got a stitch in there. So I was right. They were wrong. I, that's one of my feel-good moments. But transition-wise, it was kind of like, I think people take, like, running for granted. Yeah. It like myself up, because that's some scary shit, because it's a lot of pain dealing with, hey, I got to go for a run kind of thing. But because I, I can't run, like you know, a normal run. So yeah, yeah. I do like uh biking. Yeah, but ahead. it's like walking I tell everybody it's like walking around.
2: But I, my God.
1: Leg. so can you hear me
0: yeah yeah i got you i got you yeah the, <laughs>
1: Sorry. Sign- i the, think
0: the, it's
1: i think it's switching between cell service and wi-fi oh, i got you i got
0: you so yeah. i'm gonna go back in yeah it did it did yeah. sort of cut out a little bit
1: um uh, transition is just like it's like now now i know I want my leg to feel like a a club like I don't want any nerves in my leg I don't want any muscles working I just want it to feel like a club and I want it as tight as possible and I don't want to feel anything so like four years ago I had them cut out all the nerves a bunch of them grew back so that's still a battle I'm fighting but you know we're what I got my leg cut off in 2014 so it's been eight years and I'm still not comfortable but yeah. But I'm getting there. So you get, yeah. you know, I tell people you get two choices in life, up or down. Which way you want to go? That's
0: crazy. Yeah. But it's it's yeah, it's it's fascinating. I've had I've had um. Well, you you congratulations, you are now my third amputee that's been on my podcast. Um. <laughs>
1: well, hold on, so I saw your last one so. We oh. got we,
0: we to gotta do something here,
1: if I can get this thing to work, how do you do this, I can't do it, here. there she is, that's my leg,
0: hey, and that's, hey, you're now my second to pull off a leg. <laughs> <laughs> love all that i love all that
1: yeah i i i saw your one where you pulled out um well you saw in the documentary how i got that sock on with my with a little face yeah yeah the kids love it when i do my little impersonation yeah it's
0: gotta but be done it's gotta be i done. don't know if you
1: want to see but that's what skin grafts look on a gunshot oh look at that that actually causes me a lot of pain because there's a lot of tissue there that's yeah. got to be like accounted for.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. It's a, it's a hell of a transition, and I, I admire I admire everybody that that that's had had gone through I say the transition like so- you're like <laughs> you're a fucking trans transgender. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Who,
1: who was the last one that showed you his leg? What was his name?
0: oh you put me on the spot now i should know oh, this stuff. well anyways
1: i'll I'll just tell you it was funny because he goes in the amputee world yes i'm he considered did. a he said i'm considered a scratch and it's funny because i laughed my ass off when i heard that because i got to go to a convention where travis mills was at he was a he's a quadruple amputee that does the travis mills foundation great guy yeah, but I went up and introduced myself, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I know who you are. You're paper cut." <laughs> and I just looked at him. I'm like, "Well played, sir. Well played."
0: Like, get, I, in <laughs>
1: to a to a quadruple amputee, I'm a fucking paper cut.
0: Yes, my, my, Mike Mike <laughs> Lewis. Mike Lewis was uh oh. was uh, the uh yeah the man, the man himself, the oh. former paratrooper. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah, can you
1: bring me down that box?
0: It's crazy. It's Sorry. crazy that. Never mind. You get you get referred to as a as a paper cut or a or a scratch.
1: It but, it but it's also though, you
0: know, it's good though. It's a, a bit of well, like we said earlier, it's a bit of banter between between <laughs> the amputee well, world. <laughs> Congratulations.
1: If, if if I if I see somebody like today, I was in Cabela's you know it's like our best pro shops
0: yeah yeah
1: um and I saw this kid walking around with one of those boots you know the
0: plastic boots. oh the moon boot
1: yeah and I walked up to him and I said you know if you cut that off it won't hurt anymore and he just (laughs) kind of looks at me like what the fuck
0: fucking crazy veteran man
1: (laughs) no he didn't know I lost my leg until I showed him most people don't notice it until i show them and they're like oh that's freaking hilarious but it's like i'll be at a restaurant or something and somebody will be complaining about their knee or their ankle and they'll be like oh my knee it hurts so bad and then it's kind of (laughs) like please tell me more
0: (laughs) i miss miss my (laughs) friends
1: i was like do you not know that mine's fucking gone (laughs) like
0: yeah that's me that's me. Uh, yeah. my, my wife finds it oh. hilarious so every time I wake up it's it's as I don't know it, I've got I've got basically zero ligaments left in my ankles anyway. they're shot to shit whether it's it well we found out it's a hereditary thing but it's also I played a lot of basketball, I played um, obviously in the military carrying loads of weight, et cetera et cetera. I've got my ankles are shit. I'll walk down a straight road and I'll roll my ankles. And it's as though you I have
1: the exoskeletons.
0: I've, do I have an exoskeleton?
1: Yeah, they, they have this cool fucking thing that literally straps to your calf and straps to your foot. And it's like a carbon fiber, carbon no. fiber exoskeleton for your fucking ankles. I need
0: that because yes, I, I, literally, I literally roll it for no reason. And my wife finds it hilarious because I will. Do you
1: remember this sponsorship thing I was talking about? Yeah. You could get this rolling.
0: I could. I'm just
1: guns. saying. Always know unless you ask.
0: Exactly, but yes, yeah, it's, it's funny when I wake up in the morning. She's like, "It's like you have to warm up." <laughs> I get out of bed and I'm like, "I'm like a, Ow. I'm like a ninety year old man strolling around." Where's, where's the grease gun? Yeah. <laughs> you got any, Got any of that oil for my ankles? Because. <laughs> It's hilarious. Definitely. It really is.
1: Do you wear like the copper fit socks?
0: Um, do I do. I do, I do when I'm playing sport. If I'm playing soccer or, or boxing or anything like that, then I'll, I'll strap my ankles up properly. But in theory, according to my physiotherapist, when I was going through that at, in the Air Force, they were like, you need to strap that up daily and do all the band work and etc. etc." I was like, well... I don't really want to do that because it's boring. <laughs> it's, it's stupid. I it. I, I'm, I'm aware. It's, I, I should have completed the um, the physiotherapy properly, like you're supposed to. But no, I was like, can, when can I get back to lifting weights, etc. This is this is these bands are shit and annoying.
1: Yeah, I probably. I need to exercise more but i i fish four or five days a week so i'm out on the water for eight nine hours a day it's actually yes. a lot of work but... it is so you'll oh. just have to fly over to green bay and we'll go fishing
0: yes you know you're you're now the four the four you're, you're getting all the I'm, you're getting all the good numbers so you're the fourth or fifth amazing american that's invited me over i'm gonna have to take someone up on this off soon <laughs> I've had um
1: uh, I haven't even got a place for you to stay.
0: I had Adam Dorito invited me out to Colorado. Um Brian Beautiful country. Brian Basho that's invited me out to New York. Yourself to Wisconsin.
1: Where in New York?
0: I have no idea. I think it's more New Yeah, Jersey. don't go
1: to New York, New York. That's
0: scary shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not <laughs>
1: in for that. You can come to cheese country.
0: I'll introduce you to cheese curds. Nice. nice. We can go deer hunting. Oh, you've sold me. Sold. Come on out. Sold. Sold. <laughs> so what, good have beer. You got, what have you got planned for the rest of your day?
1: I am actually, so I retired in 2012 and I became like 100% bass fisherman and then when I moved to the town we live in now, I got volunteered to be part of the wrestling committee, so I help run the wrestling program oh, awesome. in Luxembourg. It's Luxembourg, Wisconsin. Yeah. And yeah, then
0: uh, I got
1: that. <laughs> I got vo- I got volunteered to start a high school bass fishing team. Oh. So I have to, I have to pack up the boat in the truck, and I'm taking four young high school kids. About four hours away For the state championships And if one of those two teams Places in the top two They get to go to nationals And they can win A $100,000 college scholarship
0: Jeez Yeah the fishing
1: Wish they had that shit When I was in high school
0: Oh that's madness yeah. That's awesome That is awesome Oh, it good. it takes
1: my time. I feel yeah. like, you know, I, I tell everybody I got I got three pillars. I'm I'm trying to get into the whole public speaking thing and I'm slowly getting there, but I feel like a, a lost, I'm not a sheep. Let's say a lost wolf, kind of wandering around. But um
0: be a sheep. I tell everybody Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, I have three pillars. So when you get out of the military, or when I was in the military, you know, everybody knew who I was. I had a purpose, I had a mission yep you know there there was some identity there so i tell everybody that when you get out you got to find three things a purpose you need to find your identity and you need to do something you love so i try to if i can motivate or help one person a day that's my purpose my identity i'm kind of in the best fishing world slash hey, I got a documentary on Netflix that I didn't get paid a <laughs> dime for. And and then do something I love is my fishing. That's, that's Dad, awesome. Did you know that?
0: No, I didn't know that. We
1: did that documentary. Motherfuckers. 10 years of filming, we didn't get a penny. Not one dime. And Fuckers. it's funny, is you Google my name, Google Brian Ice net worth and it says seventeen million. I said, "Well, that's all fine and dandy, but I'm about sixteen point nine short."
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> so when everybody finds out where that is, could you please tell me where it is? Because I could use it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jesus, motherfuckers! How fucking dare they?
1: Yeah. and you're you're telling me Netflix didn't make any money?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. They spent they spent it all on strangers. Here's
1: here's some homework for you. Look at the reviews, the Metacritic review scores from my documentary versus something like Lone Survivor. Remember Lone Survivor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter Berg made $360 million in the first year it was out.
0: Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies.
1: Yeah, it's got a Metacritic score of like 73%. And our documentary's got a Metacritic score of 91%. Ah, And I didn't get a fucking penny.
0: Motherfuckers.
1: Oh. So I'm like, I have to go to the public speaking realm because I need to get something out of this. I don't think anybody does something for nothing.
0: No, exactly. If you go good at yeah. something, never do it for free. Well then, We're about to die. I need to cuss my kid out. <laughs> well, that was a lot quicker to connect that time. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Nice. Nice. What
1: do you What do you drink for like energy drinks? Do you drink anything like that?
0: Occasionally, um, the standard fucking monster is the tend to be monster? the go to. Yeah, that no. tends to be the go to. Uh, but we now have like I think Rain is a new one that's sort of out, which isn't too bad. I don't tend to drink many energy drinks apart from nice big cup of coffee. That's about it.
1: I got rid of the uh I used to do the uh rip it. <laughs> That's the free shit we got in Afghanistan.
0: Yes, rip it. <laughs> do you know what? We went on we went out, <laughs> we, went out on, we went out on patrol with um we were we were doing a handover from ourselves to oh what the fuck um hold on there we go you're back it just cut me off here for a second then we went um we went out on patrol uh during a handover phase I believe, uh, do you know what I believe it was with the tenth mountain division, but I don't know if I'm hundred percent right there. But we were handing over to them in Kandahar, uh-huh. and we were out on patrolling in whatever work vehicles they were using. I can't remember what it was at the time. And uh, they went, are "You guys thirsty? Do you guys want to?" Because we literally carry just water. That's all we're. That's all we get given, water. And it was like, "Yeah, I know. Uh, we're we're perfectly hydrated." And they went, nah, nah. Do you, do you want a Coke or a Sprite or we got Rip It? And we were like, yes, we want to Rip It. Give me a Rip It because I remember having Rip It when we were out in uh, in in Basra, and ah, oh, I was buzzing off my tits for like hours. It was, <laughs> and it's a, a small can. I'll be like, this is a yeah, literally like that.
1: I I love. You know, oh, so- when, when we'd be back on refit and one of the kids was in the tower and there was like a six pack of Rippets up there and he had them all gone and he's like fucking wired. And I'm like, you know, you're not going to wake
0: up for an entire day, right? Yeah. And you're going to have heart palpitations. You, you, you may die. it's um, <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a link. Um, my regiment did a advert for Rippet while we're in in Basra. And it is the cringiest horrible fucking thing ever.
1: Um, oh. what was the what was the Afghan version of it? Fucking tiger something.
0: Oh, I can't it tasted, remember somebody else. It
1: tasted like straight cough syrup.
0: Yeah, horrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, the good old days.
0: Yeah, but other than that, I don't I I'll I'll take a monster every now and then. Um Never so Did read- you
1: watch the did you watch a TikTok video about like Monster and Red Bull and the acid levels and how long it takes for you to
0: leave your body? Dude, I'm uh, like, that's
1: why I'm fucking fat. I got to stop drinking that shit.
0: Yeah, you could be right. Um, but no, I haven't seen that. Um, but then again, I've, my, my, my daughter has been telling me I need to get TikTok. And I'm like, no. Oh, my
1: God. It's, it's addictive. It's so much fun.
0: <laughs> it's, so, it's so
2: much fun it is
1: i'm like i'm like a 12 year old and a 47 year old buddy like it's just there's once you get to a thousand followers you get like a create what they call creator tools and you can literally do anything you want
0: well perhaps, yeah. perhaps like i got i got little talented. jackson little, Go Jack, little jackson on it is
1: he <laughs> i said i got him on tiktok And he's running around the house like a crazy man and I got that the music behind it. I'm fast as fuck, motherfucker. You can't catch me. You know (laughs) I I don't think you know just how fast I am.
0: (laughs) You know what song I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, yeah, another one. So yeah, my um (laughs) my eldest is on it. She fucking she's like an editing whiz on there. And she was like I'm telling
1: you right now you won't do podcasts anymore, you'll just sit on TikTok.
0: uh But no, but from what I've heard, it it goes like hand in hand, especially with clips and things like that. So I can clip and edit and put it onto TikTok and I could get fucking more yeah. followers than I have on Instagram or whatever. It's like, yeah. But I'm a, I'm a bit of a techno biff. I don't really know. What well, I'm- can
1: you can you raise your camera a little bit so I can see your top of your flag?
0: Because I'm going to make it. There you go. He's gonna make me famous. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna make TikTok famous. I'm gonna post that here in a little while. TikTok famous. I think I'm only at like fifteen hundred on TikTok, but I got like nine thousand on Facebook. I'm getting there slowly. He's getting
0: there. Yeah. it's it's mad, right? Because I've had I've had some guests on on the show that have got like tens of thousands of of people following them. They've got some of them have got the what I call the blue tick parade brigade they've got thousands of followers they've verified all this i'm like hey can you share some of my stuff because you are on my podcast <laughs> help did, me grow motherfuckers yeah a few of them do okay. a, few of, a few of them just fucking ignore you and it's like oh i see what it is no
1: i'll i'll hook you up not not that i have a lot of influence but hashtags i think go a long way.
0: Yes, and I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the hashtags. Like
1: I just do have okay. anyone that comes to mind.
0: Yeah, it. I've got I've got a few that I, I use and I I even use stupid things like cats of Instagram and things like that.
1: Because I know
0: <laughs> I, I know it's got like a hundred million fucking likes on it or whatever yeah. follows. So I'm like, well, someone's gonna fucking see it. But then you get you get all the Russian bots on there. I'm lonely. Oh my God. I'm a lonely housewife, though. You're not.
1: Yeah. How many wives do I
0: need, right? What? What are you trying to steal from me? Stop it.
1: Do you want to <laughs> make a thousand dollars a day on TikTok? Shut the hell up.
0: <laughs> I had a bloke. Oh, it was in my um. You know when you know when you uh you get a DM and it goes into like a requested file or whatever. Yep. Hidden. Yeah, you the in one. So I, I clicked on that, and I had one from a bloke who says, um, "Do you want to promote your page through my company?" And I looked at it, and he had I 90, get six a day. He had ninety-two followers. I went, I've got more followers than you. Why do I need to promote with you, you <laughs> dickhead?
1: I probably get six to ten of those a day.
0: <laughs> I've, I'm I like, get...
1: well, you're from the Philippines. Like, what are you going to do for me?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I like nice. I like the uh, the way that my podcast is growing. I, I get to speak to some cool people like like yourself, and unlike some podcasts that have to do it face to face, I quite like the zoom, even though the technology can be a bit of a pain in your ass, the ass of phone signal and things like that. but as much as I would love to like fly yourself out. To the UK and sit in my shed, which sounds very appealing. I know. Is there beer? It's just, of course, there's beer. There's beer. There's whiskey. (laughs) There's Black Ops rum if when they sponsor me. Um,
1: Black Ops, get on this guy. He's going
0: places. (laughs) It's ever growing. It is ever growing, and it's like you said. And I loved it. And I'm going to use that clip as as my little promo for this episode that you got to have those three things because I was the same as most veterans. When I leave the military, I lost my purpose, which is why my mental health went on such a decline. I was in shit state because I was no longer Tomo the gunner. Yeah. Cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And someone would say to me, what do you do for a living? And before it was, Oh, I've just got back from Afghanistan. It's now, Oh, I'm a security guard. It's like, Oh, Mm -hmm. brilliant. So I I, tell everybody
1: my documentary is my upside down roller coaster.
0: Yeah. And it was a very eye opening as well. It's annoyingly that you haven't been paid for it. It was very well made. It was very good. However, they, they, you with something like that. Now, when you look back on it, filming for 10 years and they've made an hour and a half or just over an hour and a half worth of, footage which was brilliant could have been made into like a like a like a series
1: a mini series yeah i think they they wanted to paint the picture that i was pts and maria was my savior Ah, got you yeah but they didn't show all the footage so we'll just leave that at that
0: Uh, oh we'll we'll keep that hidden for another time um yeah you could see you could see that they were going down that route yeah um, and you could also see that they were trying to paint your eldest boy to be um suffering quite badly with mental health issues oh uh, uh, you know the,
1: i get the only flack I get was my comment in the truck about you're not joining going to college or joining the army, and that's one of the things. They didn't know that the documentary didn't show is he was getting in trouble and didn't have the grade point. He had like a two point four. Oh gotcha. he wasn't getting yeah, in the in college. I knew he was joining the military. Yeah, and don't the don't little fucker still owes me four hundred bucks. <laughs> of course, he fucking does. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. No, they don't show that. They, they. No offense to your boy, but they make out like he's like a super student and he's off to off to off to college
1: he went down hard and fast and then now he's just now starting to come out of it he had a rough patch there for a couple of years
0: you could you you know he did you could see um throughout throughout obviously there's clips of him constantly trying to help you out there's or or doing things for you maybe not helping you out but
1: he's the most loyal kid yeah. any yeah, yeah. dad could ever ask
0: for like and if
1: i said i need you here and i need you here right now he'd be there
0: yeah and and you could see yeah. y- you could see it and you could also see it's like he's you've obviously got sole custody of the kids so he's he's yep. not see, he's not seeing not seeing his birth mum His dad's gone off on deployment, got shot, and come home. You're like, "Well, that's going to affect you." And then, unfortunately, his his youngest brother or young, yeah, youngest brother passed away. And it's like, "Wow, he's he's been through through a lot."
1: Yeah, you know, but again, you know, I tell him all the time, "Yeah, a lot of shit's happened, but guess what, dude? Keep going." Like forward. Yeah. There's nothing nothing back there, right? You know, I, I say up or down and what I mean by that is down is this sounds so like childish, but no no. Da- down is the darkness and the yes. darkness
0: sucks. Of course. Of course.
1: I mean it's that simple. I
0: I hate being down. Yeah. So. I don't think I don't think anyone likes like. I've been in some dark, horrible places myself because I didn't, wasn't taught, didn't know, and didn't want to know how to deal with issues inside my head. Um, So I went went on a downward spiral. It wasn't nice, but I went on and, and broadened my, my mind. I went on a few courses. I I actually started talking about things openly, excuse me. And, um, I've even had to sit and have conversations with my, my eldest daughter about her. She's got, she suffers quite badly with anxiety and she does have depressive thoughts. She's not, she's not depressed, but she does have annoying little thoughts, but she's also turning into a young woman, which doesn't help. Um,
1: they but, grow horns and fangs. Yeah. You know it, right.
0: Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Um, but I'm always, I'm always saying to her, do you, do you understand what depression is? And she's like, no. Can you? And I'm like, well, it's concentrating on things that have are in, you, in your past, in your history, that you can't change. You can't change it. It's done.
1: You have to focus on positive
0: shit. And when you have people to. people don't... Exactly. And you, no. And I'm always saying you have to live today. Don't live in front. You start living in front of yourself, then that's when the anxiety takes over. Because you're thinking about it too much and you're getting ex- anxious. Live for today, and we'll all be we'll all be happy as Larry, as us Brits would say. <laughs> who the, the I don't even don't, know. Who, I don't even know who this fucking Larry is, but he's well happy.
1: <laughs> Roger, who the fuck is Roger? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. My bro, my brother says that to me. My my brother is uh, not a military man at all. Um and he he'll give he'll say something like I'm seeing you this weekend and I'll I'll text him back and go, Yeah, Roger that he's like who the fuck's Roger? I was like, Oh, you know what I'm saying. Stop being a dickhead.
1: <laughs> exactly. I forget. I was gonna say something, I forgot what it was. Ah, oh, uh, well.
0: dementia that is.
1: Oh yeah. It's getting there, it's getting older.
0: It's it's cracking on.
1: Uh
0: Oh, yeah. it's, it's awesome though, that in your retirement that you're, you're now giving back to the schools and other sort of programs. That That's awesome.
1: I talk at probably three to five schools a year. Um, veterans day, obviously um, I'm doing, I spoke down at a VFW last week, uh, veterans of foreign wars. Um do you guys have a VFW in England?
0: No. Um. Oh. Vet, veteran. Apart from uh Remembrance Day, which I believe you guys call mem- Memorial Day, yeah, the eleventh of November. Um, and sort of Armed Forces Day, which is the twenty sixth, or well, I say twenty sixth. It's the last, the last Saturday in June, so it's usually around the twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth. 29th that's armed forces day um other than that veterans pretty much get forgotten about um and we have a vf yeah you you guys have a, a veterans day and things like that and which is awesome because for me remembrance day or memorial day as you guys call it that's that's a time for remembrance that's not a time to come up to like the likes of myself and others that have served and gone thank you for your service it's not for that it's for those that have lost their lives yeah and for us to remember them and have a drink um armed forces day is for those in my this is my opinion I, i'm probably completely wrong armed forces day is for those that are currently serving
1: yeah and i agree
0: drink drink to that because you guys have Giving up your lives to represent the country or fight for the country. And us lot lot. Just is that here going, I'm going to have some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> or some black ops. Well, the on.
1: VFWs, they're kind of like every town has a VFW. And you have to be a combat veteran to be in this thing. You pay a membership. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a place to hang out and get cheap drinks.
2: That's, but that's I, cool. I
1: speak at a lot of those. Speak at a couple motorcycle rallies, but just gotta keep. I don't know. You no, know, like I always hear the stories growing up about, oh, Grandpa won't talk about the war and Grandpa won't mm. do this. So I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. So I'm just gonna talk about it, and I feel yeah. better when I talk
0: about but it. We have um, well, we have a, a similar sort of thing. Granddad went, Well, I can even speak from experience. My granddad never talked about his time during World War Two and other conflicts that he went to. He ended up getting a, a medal of gallantry as well. Um. Which none of my family knows what he got it for, which is bizarre. Because he wouldn't talk about it. My nan doesn't talk about it.
1: Did I did I ever finish rambling about that? You asked about the medals. We my medic and I both got yes. the bronze star for valor. Yes. Yeah,
0: okay. Um I didn't know. but which is awesome. And yeah. another thing that you guys get that Purple Heart? I, I, yeah, our military doesn't get anything like that.
1: Wow. That gives me, like, free entrance into all the state parks. I get cabins cheaper.
0: Yeah. Literally. It's as though they... I'm going to tread carefully on this. So during Iraq and Afghanistan, people couldn't do enough. And even down to the point we we had an award ceremony for it was called the the sun's uh like well, the sun's fucking help for heroes award or whatever it is um which was brilliant but that then got changed
1: you seriously do not get a medal
0: Nope. Wow. Uh, 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 unless you are um performing a act of valor then you may get the military cross or the victoria cross um but other than that nah
1: my purple heart was pinned on me by the german minister of defense
0: that's that's kind of cool
1: yeah i was like
0: wow so, so what, we what, were
1: in a german sector
0: yeah one, one of my one of my close close buddies um he struck an id and lost both of his legs <clears throat> um yeah he's well he has he has got a fantastic medal now he's got an olympic gold medal for murderball or wheelchair rugby as it's all oh known. nice um, yeah so he ended up get he's he's done really well for himself and and big big up to to robo for that but yeah literally <laughs> nothing That's awesome it it it's that's awesome but yeah the fact that there's nothing
1: there's nothing there that sucks yeah i mean it's you know i, I joke about that a lot it's amazing what a soldier soldier will do for a little one inch piece of cloth
0: <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's a question for you so yeah say say you got shot like you did you came back you were fine you got your purple heart because it's whether you're wounded in combat, isn't it? A purple Heart?
1: Yeah. You got to be wounded in combat. Yep.
0: So say your, your wound is okay. You didn't lose your leg and you went out and did another one and you got shot again. Do you, do you get another one or? Yep. So you just, you could get like a big long line of,
1: you get a little device on your purple heart that shows you have a second one. Uh, I know a guy with three purple hearts.
0: That's kind of cool. Like, why I'm the not, fuck
1: would you keep going back and doing that? Like,
0: yeah, you're yeah. a
1: mag, you're a magnet for you're problems. You're a magnet, guys. yeah.
0: Also, <laughs> come on, man, chill, chill the fuck out. <laughs> well, you know, you need to go back to basic of, training. Why are you getting shot so much?
1: <laughs> speaking of speaking of awards, you know, there's two awards that when I joined the army, I was told you never want these two awards. One is the POW ribbon because your ass got caught. Why would yeah. you put a ribbon on your chest saying my ass got caught? Yeah, and two was the purple heart because you're an enemy marksmanship badge. you're proof the enemy Yay. can shoot <laughs> like so it's like but now that I have one, I'm like, no, I'm fucking wearing that motherfucker you know I, it know. Is, I think
0: it's right over here yeah it is, it is quite cool yeah, Let's see. yeah, yeah. We're, we we did used to wind up um in, in bastion
1: my little rack
0: but when we when we were When we were serving with the with the Marines, that's that's cool. That's cool. We we used to wind the the Marines up. We would say, "Well, you get a medal for passing basic training." So we're we're not we're not talking (laughs) to you, right? We're not listening to you, and they're like, "Well, yeah." It's like, "Well done." It's like (laughs) that's not a thing. That's not a thing. We get, job, a guy. we get a certificate to say congratulations, you passed basic training. I can get hung up on the wall, fine, but fuck you. It's like ah, uh, but they, they were yeah, like so,
1: Marines. It's gotta be hard though. It's like
0: oh, right. oh, I did ask him, and it's a it's a tricky subject because obviously we have we have less less soldiers, so we have to have. A higher basic training to make sure we don't have shit soldiers <laughs> um, nah our, our infantry phase for, for training is 29 weeks um, holy but, shit yeah That's, is there time off during that yeah so w- <clears throat> so what we had was you do your first month then you get then you get a weekend off you get to go home. Your family can come and see you. Um, then you have an I believe another month or so. Most weekends you can go home, basically. Um, unless you screw up. Uh then you pass out, um, have all your family down, and then then you go on to advance phases and learn the bigger weapon systems and things like that. Well. It's 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 crazy. We are we are highly trained, but obviously it's it's trying to get the calibre of woke human <laughs> into the military these days is quite difficult.
1: <laughs> All right, come here, give me a hug.
0: Yeah, mate. I'm not even gonna to lie to you. You so want to use a, that one, bathroom or this one? Yeah, one of my buddies was a, uh, a an instructor on basic training for a bit. He was one of the corporals on basic training, and one of the lads wasn't doing what he was told, so he called him a cunt, and he got called in front of what is known as Offsted, which is like the training or or teaching. Sort of ins- in- inspectors, you might say. They even go around to normal schools and wow. like, critique it. And he was like, "Why? Why am I in front of you?" And they went, "Well, oh. you called one of your students a cunt." And he went, "Well, he was." <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's like it's like <laughs> what the fuck we're training to we're training to kill people, and he can't take the fact I called him a cunt.
1: out <laughs> the way I see it. Any questions?
0: And I was like, uh, he was telling me about it, and I was like. I remember going through. We, we did a we did a phase during our basic training called bayonet phase, and basically learning how to use a bayonet properly. And it is basically the the, the time where we then go from uh, air force to basically infantry. We you're now uh, you're now el- elite, as it were. Yep. And um, we, we we're going through it, and I remember standing there marking time shouting kill 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 and my instructor came right in my face he was like thompson you're a fuck you're no good you're a cunt Ah," and he was proper shouting in my face and i've got a short temper anyway and i was like i'm gonna lose it in a minute and then he he headbutted me and split my eye open i had blood pissing down my head and i was like "Ah!" and he was like now go kill the fucking enemy and obviously you go and kill the plastic dummy Thinking it's the enemy, you've lost your temper. You try, you've got to kill something. I'm going to kill a dummy. Um, and I remember, I remember finishing that. I had, I had a big gash in my eyebrow. I had a, a gash in my hand from where one of one of the other recruits stabbed me in the hand because he's a fucking useless cunt. Um, and I remember that in my head, and I was like, so this guy is moaning because a teacher called him a cunt. But yet, back when I went through training, I got headbutted and my eyebrows, eyebrows split open. But that's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's like uh, I can't. You're still you
1: told could... to stop whining.
0: Yeah. Why are you yeah. bleeding? It's like uh, I didn't tell you to bleed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's services bad. are very much the same. Yeah no matter the country it's it's we, it's we got the same problem here
0: yeah we've we've now um it was kind need of a good a, war yeah 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 it's uh oh
1: bring them home bring them home did you ever ask the soldiers if they wanted to come home i personally like deployments because it's all tax free i'm mm-hmm. making some money
0: <laughs> yeah
1: I saved okay. like almost forty thousand dollars while I yeah. was
0: It's mad, it's mad. And um, my, even my wife says, but most of most of the the mums and other dads on like the school run and things, they always come up to me and they go, Would you do it again? Yes. I've Absolutely. never and, and I go, why? And I went, Do you know what? I've never been as much as at peace. As I've ever been is in the midst of chaos yeah. and and I'm surrounded by people that were on the same wave. The same they're, they're, they're yep. just... we're all the same it's an... It?
1: it's an eerie calmness
0: i'm I'm lucky that I've got two of my best friends literally live five minutes down the road from me, so if I ever need the military infantry fix, I will go and say hello to my buddies and oh one of them he's still got the dark he's darker he's he's darker than most infantrymen anyway he's there's a there's a screw loose somewhere but it's little things oh yeah but it's little things and it it still makes me laugh now i was on a school i was on a school run on a school pickup and my my daughter came over with her friend and she was like this is my dad and then (laughs) she went oh What's your name? And then my mate Dan just came out of nowhere. And he went, his name is Nonce. Nonce Thompson. I was like, why would you say that? He basically said to this little girl that I was a (laughs) paedophile. I was like, why would you do that? And he went, funny. He He went, it's funny, isn't it? I went, no, it's not funny. She could go home to her mum now and say. He went, "Yeah, well, what are you going to do?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> the, imagine, the amount, of times I've said to him, if we met now, we wouldn't be friends.
1: But yeah, that's the good humour.
0: <laughs> it is, it is, and yeah. you know what? I, would, I wouldn't change him for the world. the The friends that I, the actual friends that I've got wouldn't change it. Wouldn't change it for the world. They're Fantastic. Yeah, I have a
1: lot of. A lot of good friends that I miss. And some I don't. You know, there's some people didn't care for me, and that's fine too.
0: Yep. I I 100% agree on that. And even even down to the fact when I first started the podcast, when I wrote my book, um, extra, et cetera, et cetera. You always get the dickhead trolls. And from looking back, there's probably about two or three that were that actually served with me personally. Uh, one of them was an actual, what I call a friend. He was actually at my wedding. Um, <clears throat> but the majority, I look and I'm like, I never, I don't even know you. Never even met you. But yeah, I would have referred to you as a brother because we served in the same regiment. But when I look back on it, the actual majority of the friends that I served with, went through basic training with, went on deployments with, have been nothing but golden to me. Fantastic. Yep. So, yep. to all the haters, Same. to, a, to l- all the haters, all the other trolls, go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of my soldiers reach out to me and boy, does it give you a good feeling when they say, hey, you know, yeah, still here.
0: I'm like, all right, cool. That's Yeah, I like that. And, i Are I've had you a, uh?
1: Are you good on?
0: Oh, signal signal went a bit. Funny we talk then. a
1: lot. I said, "Are you good on time?" We we talk a lot.
0: We have got seven minutes. Okay. We do talk a lot. <laughs> do you know what was funny when I, oh when, God. I when I when I when I, kept, when I when I left the house to to come down to the shed? My my wife said, "I'll see you tomorrow," and I went. Nah, I'll be back up in the house in a bit. We're, we'll have a glass of wine or whatever. We'll be fine. Nah. What time is it? Oh, it, it's almost 10 o'clock my time. So, living the dream. Oh, shit. Now nah, we'll, be, we'll be good. <laughs> she also said, enjoy your hangover. But
1: Oh, yeah? I don't know. I, I have a drink every once in a while. I don't go crazy.
0: No, I don't go crazy. I have finished the, the Buffalo, though. The Buffalo's gone. <laughs> That was a that was a Father's Day gift from from the girls, which was nice.
1: Good shit. It's
0: good shit. It really good is stuff. I do I do like yeah. that. That is one of the better whiskies that I've had in my life.
1: Yeah, I like Buffalo Trace. I've been slowly experimenting. I've had a couple that are just like too bitter for me. I'm like, nope,
0: can't yeah. do that one. There's some that you take a sip and like, whoa. Why am I drinking yeah, gas- like, what the or- fuck is in there? Why am I drinking gasoline? This is a redness. No right. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Oh. But Brian, yeah. genuinely, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it a day. This genuinely okay. fantastic. Fantastic guest. Thank you very much for coming on.
1: Well, we gotta stay in touch for sure.
0: Oh, definitely. I'm I'm coming out to shoot some deer.
1: You better, and we're going fishing. Fishing's my thing, but I can hook you up with the deer.
0: Oh yeah, we'll definitely fish. You'll you'll laugh at me because I'm I'm no good, but definitely hundred percent. Have fun. We'll we'll sort this out. Promise. And and enjoy and enjoy right. enjoy your wrestling and fishing with the with the kids. A big up to the little it, man. man. A big up little man. Hopefully, 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 gets another medal. All
1: right, sounds good, bro.
0: My Appreciate man. it. I'll catch you soon. Okay. All right. Sounds
1: good. Thank you again.
0: No, thank you. All right. Thank you for your time. Cheers.